Hello listeners, before you get into the latest PS5 episode, I'm here to let you know that each week you could get this episode and all other episodes ad-free and up to three days early. Not only that, you can also gain access to Patreon-exclusive PlayStation shows that focus on sales numbers, all-time lists, showcase predictions and more. Head over to www.patreon.com forward slash latest PS5 or click the link in the description to join our PlayStation community and show your support. Now enjoy the show. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I was telling you in the podcast that I am going to go over the reviews with you um, for the God of War in the latest PSX episode. But I thought, you know what, let's try and go one better and let's talk to a man who has finished the game. Yes, I am joined by Ben Ward from NGB. Ben, you lucky bastard. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's been it's, it's been interesting trying to keep quiet on a lot of stuff. <laughs> um around it i mean obviously there's a few bits that have kind of leaked out recently um and i've I've sort of had to hold my tongue because a lot of people jumped to a lot of conclusions very quickly mm-hmm. um but uh yeah it's uh we we got the code i think about three weeks ago now um so i've i've been cracking on with it and uh i've actually got the the platinum which took me about 50 hours yeah, so um, that, that that's what I shall be doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but okay, so we're gonna get straight into it. Um, before we talk, uh, just to let everybody know who's listening, no spoilers whatsoever. Okay. We're not gonna ask any questions. And even if I did, Ben wouldn't spoil it. Do not worry about that. We're gonna beat around the edges of the game, but bef- we want to know. We want to get an idea of where your mind space was before you played Ragnarok. Obviously, mm-hmm. God of War 2018 is held in such high regard. You reviewed that one as well, didn't you? I did, yes. And what did you give it? Uh, it was a 10. <laughs> so you can imagine the trepidation you must have had thinking, oh my God, this game has to be nothing but minimally perfect to match 2018. So what was your headspace like as you were leading into a, you know, installing the game, thinking about playing it and reviewing it? Um. I mean, first off, it was holy shit! I've got it three weeks ahead of launch. This is amazing. Um, but, um, like the, uh, like you say, that everybody holds twenty eighteen in such high regard, um, and rightly so, because it, 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 like, I, I actually before we got the before we got the game and started playing it, I rewatched the um, making Kratos documentary. Um, documentary. Yeah, uh, where they kind of they outright say in that look. God of War as a franchise is is stale at this point. Like we've got to do something different with it. Because after Ascension, it all got a bit murky, and you know they didn't know what they were doing. I think they, I think Santa Monica had the project cancelled as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the studio was in a little bit of disarray, and they they put it all together and came out with. I mean, it was my game of the year 
Mm-hmm. By a massive distance. It's my favorite game of all time at the moment. So Ragnarok yeah, has I mean, high expectation. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's just it, it, 2018 is just phenomenal, and um, it it kind of, I mean it is a it, it's a sequel in in the most pure sense of the word. Um, I mean you for those of you that have finished 2018, like there's that little stinger at the end if you go mm-hmm. back to the home. Um, and you know Atreus and Kratos are in the doorway, and they say, "Who are you to this guy?" And then the the cape opens up, and you see Mjolnir, and it's like, "Oh, that's Thor!" Shit! Um, and like mm-hmm. that again, we're not spoiling anything here, but that exact scene plays out within the first hour of the game. Nice. So you you kind of you can get a sense of like, yes, this is a sequel. Um, it is picking up where the one left, where the, where the last game left off. Um, I think it's probably fair to say, or fine to say, um, there's like three years between the end of the first game and the start of this one. So, mm-hmm. um, Fimble Winter's hit, like uh, Boulder obviously died in the in the first mm-hmm. game, and like Fimble Winter was brought on with his death. So, the that's in the. Uh, in the prophecies, that's the precursor to to Ragnarok, which is obviously the end of days. So, um, I was I was really really worried um, that they wouldn't be able to to live up to the hype and you know everything around the first game. Um, but I think within in five hours or so, I mean, we we did a preview um, and the, we could talk about the first five hours. So. Mm-hmm. Technically, I can still talk as much as I want about the first five hours, um, but after that, I was like, "Oh no, this is this is something special." Um, mm-hmm. Like, um, again, not going into uh, story above what I've said, um, but it, it kind of picks on the threads and carries them through. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I used the analogy in my review of it being like a, you know, if you imagine the whole game is this big tapestry, like they they pick all the threads up from the first game and weave it into that, and then there's all these little side stories, and they they grab those and they they put them in together, and they just make this gorgeous, stunning tapestry at the end of it, and it's like everything is done in the game with with a purpose, like you're not just kind of the side quests aren't just like oh go here and fetch a thing for me because i want to have it it's like there's a reason behind the people wanting the things that you know you get in or the, the stuff that you're doing um but i mean yeah like i i was as i said i was just really worried going in um but absolutely no reason to be um I don't just want to be part of like you know sony's hype machine at this point <laughs> like you know i, I reviewed well, the game um i reviewed the game honestly like I, i'm not mm-hmm going to sit there and just go like oh yeah i got the game early it's 10 out of 10 it's like that's not what we do it's like this is genuinely a very special game mm-hmm. well i mean 115 reviews at the moment and it's still sitting at 94 obviously you still get those questionable ones all the way down at the bottom but the fact that the lowest review it got was 80 mm-hmm. which is an amazing game still you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah. is is insane you know what i mean um okay so i don't want to talk about story i want to talk, just talk about side features mm-hmm. that are not mainly in a review but i know listeners will really be intrigued to know and happy to listen to so let's talk about the controller mm-hmm. how does god of war ragnarok utilize the haptics the adaptive triggers how does the controller feel playing this game like you said 50 hours with it you know yeah, claw yeah. hands but you know <laughs> how, how does how does the dual sense um feel well, when you're playing god of war ragnarok well, I went to bed 
um, a couple of times with a sore thumb just because of how long I was playing it like before going to bed. And <laughs> Not surprised. It's, I mean, it works really, really well. Um, for me, the bar at the moment for the dual sense going into this was um, obviously Astro's Playroom um, and Returnal. They're the two. I knew you were going to say. It. I knew you were going to say Returnal. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. It's so good. They're, they're the two games. Like they are the the bar for me in terms mm-hmm. of like how the dual sense is used. Um, but I mean, Ragnarok uses it in in just amazing ways. Um, I actually went back to the PS4 uh, for the technical video that we did. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I dragged the PS4 out, plugged it in, and um, it was just amazing to me how archaic it felt going back to the DualShock 4. Mm-hmm. And like going into the PS5 version with the DualSense, it's kind of, you, you feel different things. I mean, even when you recall the Leviathan, um, obviously, you know, it sort of snaps into Kratos's hand and that still feels amazing. But the way that they've worked it is that now, because he picks it up in his right hand and it, it sort of comes back into that, the right side of the controller, like you oh feel it. Oh my God. Oh it's, my God. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it's that detailed. Um, I mean, like the Blades of Chaos, when you, you're swinging them around and you hit, it, each weapon feels different mm-hmm. when you hit an enemy. Um, and obviously, you know, the size of the enemy and stuff, it, it kind of all feels a little bit different. Um, but the the most mind-blowing bits for me, um, one of them is a spoiler, so I'm not going to actually say what happens. Um, but there's parts where, like, in cutscenes, if you, uh, like, if you, if, for example, like, you put your hand against the door and there's, like, water running behind the door, you can feel the water, like, hitting the door. Wow. Um, it, it's kind of the, the controller is used as a as an extension of the screen. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're um, if, you, if you're going up to, say, you know, somebody and you, you put your hand on the shoulder, it, it's sort of a soft, uh, soft vibration. And then you go to um, like if you put your hand on, uh, say, for example, like uh, an animal, you can feel the animal breathe um, nice. in the controller. Um, yeah, it's it's exceptional. Um, it's it, I didn't notice how good it was, like I say, until I went back to the PS4. Um, mm. But I mean, take it for granted already. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the fact that you mentioned Astral and Returnal are specifically made for PlayStation Five. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that was one thing I was worried about: is okay, how is how are they going to utilize the dual sense for a game that's PS4 and PS5? You know, because nothing touches Returnal. But what all I wanted was to feel the axe. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was man. it. So the fact that you mentioned it, I was like, figaro, figaro. You know <laughs> what I mean? But okay, so moving on from the controller, let's talk audio. Then, did you use a headset while you were playing it? Yeah. So mostly, um, I because what uh, the way that I have the game or my my PS5 set up is I use um, like a Turtle Beach. Um, I can't remember what it's called now, but it's like a, a, a DAC. So it comes out of my mm-hmm. TV via optical into that. So for the most part, I was playing it with headphones um, mm-hmm. into that. But I do have a Pulse headset as well. Um, so, you know, for full full coverage of it, I, I, used the, I used the Pulse headset and had a few sessions with that. The 3D audio is great. Mm-hmm. Um, like you can hear, again, like Dragger behind you. And then you use mm-hmm. the quick turn to just turn around and smash them out of the way with your axe. Um, nice. it's, I mean, the audio design and particularly like the art design as well, just second to none. Um, like the, the, the way they pipe in the music, 
um, the way that the like the, the conversations. Uh, I know a lot of people loved that in the first game when you're just sort of titting about on the Lake of Nine with with Mimir and mm. Atreus. Like the, the conversations that they have, they continue in this game. So you know you can still you can probably well I I did you know spend hours after the main game just traversing and wandering trying to find stuff and there was still audio that I'd not heard before after 50 hours which wow that's amazing wow um before we get into just just touching on the visuals what graphical mode did you play on or did you uh, obviously played... you tried on more but what was your main one yeah so I mainly played in the performance mode um mm-hmm. Because again, until somebody brings out an HDMI 2.1 capture card, uh, we can only capture uh, in 60 frames. So uh, I was playing uh, playing 60 frames performance mode, um, which I think at the time I was when I did like the review and the video uh, for the tech stuff, I looked at it and thought, right, how is this? What resolution is? Because unfortunately, like to get an accurate count of the resolution, you need either a lot of time or some like actual lossless capture stuff which you know i don't i, I capture at 150 megabits a second but like it's still not completely lossless mm-hmm. um so i was looking at stuff and i thought well i can't tell but this looks either like 1440p upscale to 4k or, or native 4k in places um but i mean i think the digital foundry video is also out now and they they noticed something that i did which is at times the performance mode actually looks better than the resolution mm-hmm. mode. Yeah. Um, my presumption for that is that they've got like motion blur or something on the on the resolution mm-hmm. mode. But um, I mean, it, it looks phenomenal. I, I, can't, I can't. I can't. I can't say anything other than that. Like people worried that last gen is holding this back. They don't need to worry. Like mm-hmm. I, I played through the entire game in performance mode. Um, it did drop some frames in some later areas, but there was a patch which specifically mentioned um, the area that I was in and frame drops, and I'd, I hadn't reported it back. So I was like, well, they clearly know about it. And then after that, uh, after that patch hit, like, no problem at all. So if you're downloading it or if you're getting it day one, like, that that won't be an issue. Like, it won't, it won't budge from 60 frames. Nice, nice, excellent. Okay, let's switch to the game itself then. Again, without avoiding spoilers, talk to us a little bit without going into detail if it is a spoiler, just about the enemy types in the game. Um, any that are really special that stand out that make you made you go whoa <laughs> <laughs> as you were playing it because the first game side missions had dragons, you know what I mean? It was crazy. So tell us about the enemies in this game. Yeah, uh that 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 might be an indicator of, of where we go in this one. Um, but the uh, the main thing to remember is like in the in the first game, I think there was was it two realms that were off limits? Yes. Um, so in this one, all nine realms, you, you visit all nine realms in the game. Nice. Um the the interesting one is uh they've actually bumped up the number of different enemy types because I know some people said oh in the first one you, you basically fight the same three or four over and over again mm-hmm. um they've they've expanded that quite substantially um the ones that were the most annoying um were there's an enemy type called the grim uh, which mm-hmm. are kind of low level 
um, and they they will spit poison at you. Um, so you have to kind of always some people with poison. Fuck's sake! (laughs) So you kind of have to avoid that. But like, um, they 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 are pretty versatile. Um, And then uh, there's there's a lot more going on in Alfheim this time. Mm -hmm. Um, That's all I'll say on that. Um, But like, yeah, the, the the main the main thrust of it will be things like the Draugr and um, there's there's another one which uh, I, I can't I genuinely can't talk about um, mm-hmm. that come in um, that are quite quite difficult. Like there's some new strategies that you'll need to learn um, about avoiding taking damage and stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah. It's hard to talk about the game um, without going into spoilers. I mean, enemies is on the cusp of it, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give just just for a few minutes. Just give us obviously. Uh, there's a very if you want a very in depth view uh, to the review that Ben did. Uh, the link is in the description of this podcast. Um, it will take you over to the next gen base uh, that reviews a lot of PlayStation games um, before launch. Very very detailed. Have a read of it. It's one of the ones that I go to when I'm reading it. Um, not if Nico wrote it, but uh, <laughs> I'm joking, Nico. I'm joking. Um, but just take a few minutes to summarize what your review was uh, and what you thought about it in as a, as a total package. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, the the worry was that you know there's this masterpiece out there which is 2018 and everybody loves it. You know, it's one of the most revered PS5 games or PS4 games at the time. Sorry, um, that that was available and. There was a lot of talk beforehand as well about, oh, well, it's a sequel. How good can it be? You know, like the people are going to mark it down because it's a sequel. It's like you look at some of the most well-reviewed films of all time and you've got like The Godfather Part 2. You've got, you know, Toy Story 2, for example. And, Terminator uh, like, 2. Terminator 2, Empire Strikes Back. You know, they are sequels and they are sequels in the purest sense of the word. What um, what Ragnarok does is it, it takes everything that was great about the first one it tweaks it where it needs tweaking it tightens it where it needs tightening it cuts if anything need you know needed cutting it expands on things that were potentially a bit narrow before um the story is essentially about like can you outrun your own fate mm-hmm. um because i'm sure if you remember um the the last one of the last things that you saw in the uh in the first game was that the frame as Kratos pulled the the sheet yeah, yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Um, so th- there's a lot of heavy inference on stuff in that in in the first in the first act. Um, but like overall, I I didn't really know what to expect. Obviously, I knew you'd probably be going back to some of the same areas, but a lot of the areas look totally different because Fimble Winter's there. Um, and the way that they've crafted stuff, I mean. One of the one of the coolest things about this is that it's a lot more vertical as well. Um, oh, nice. So, so like if you if you're in the middle of a fight, there's sometimes there's these what look like lanterns dangling from cranes or you know ledges, and you can use the blades of chaos to shoot yourself up. So you you, you, yeah. you fling them up, you you get lifted up to another ledge, and then while you're in the air, you can like switch to the switch to the leviathan and come down and slam down on some enemies. So it gives you a it gives you another layer of combat. Um, you, you can, you know, you can use it to get away from enemies. You can use it to to get towards enemies. Like you can pull enemies towards you. You can pull yourself towards enemies, and 
everything about like the combat like if you go in and go oh i'm just going to play this like like 2018 you'll be fine but there is so much more to learn um mm. in in ragnarok um i'm just trying to think how much i can say without Russell. yeah without needing <laughs> without without having sony's ninjas come after me um like the the whole thing it's it, it just builds on what was there before um mm. and if if i mean I'm pretty sure most people would have enjoyed 2018 due to the story and how just how incredible they they uh, how well sorry uh, Santa Monica managed to turn this angry bloodlusting psychopath of a you know of a demigod into mm. a caring father and it's you could see him just starting to soften at the end of the game and they they carry that on um you know he doesn't he doesn't lose who he is, um, but you can see as the game, you know, particularly like quite early on, you can see how um, how Kratos uh, Kratos matures as a as a father further as he realizes, oh, you know, shit, my son's doing his own thing. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, literally, one of the first things that you see um, is Atreus doing something on his own, and the the camera sort of cuts to Kratos, and you almost looks at it and goes that's what what am i supposed to do now he can do that himself mm. <laughs> um and it's yeah it's 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 things like that i mean I, I said it in the review it's it's the quiet moments that stick with me um that's great you know it's it's not i, I remember you know i'm remembering all the boss battles and and the you know the, some of the fights and some of the, the loud shit that happens but it's the quiet moments in between all of that where i'm i'm really looking at it and going oh yeah, that that got me. Um, I, I've I've seen some people say that it made them cry in the first ten minutes, and while it didn't quite do that for me, like I was definitely you know choking up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, excellent, excellent. So at the top of the show, you gave God of War twenty eighteen a ten out of ten. Mm-hmm. What did you give God of War Ragnarok? It's a ten out of ten. Oh, <laughs> so does it sit above twenty eighteen for you? I mean, it's it's hard to say because it's fresh in your mind at the moment yeah. and stuff. I mean, there's definitely, there's definitely recency bias there. I mean, the, I think the way that it works for me is like in, you know, in, in six months time, would I, would I look back on Ragnarok and, and remember some of the bits from that the same way that I remember 2018. And I mm. think because it's so fresh at the moment, I, I really do, but I, I don't see how, if you are a fan of 2018, I don't see how this one, couldn't be better because okay. you you just have everything that's built on um you know the storytelling's great like they just dive so far into like norse mythology and yeah everything everything around it is just it's just brilliant <laughs> oh that's what better word to finish it on but brilliant you know what i mean ben yeah. thank you very much where can our listeners get a hold of you if they want to talk to you about god of war or if they want to compliment you on your review um or if an xbox fan who for some reason listened to this wants to berate you um for your review where can they find you hey man all's fair in love and gaming like everybody you know, <laughs> play what you want on whatever you want that's that's my exactly. philosophy um but no if you want to if you want to follow us um on Twitter, we are at NextGenBase. Um, I personally am at Winstano, W-I-N-S-T-A-N-O. Um, on YouTube at youtube.com slash NextGenBase. And NextGenBase.com. 
Excellent. All that information will be in the description of this podcast as well. But my um, first thought to you guys is click the link to the review. Have a read. It's spoiler free. Uh, thank you very much for your time tonight, Ben. We really, really appreciated it. We just wanted to make sure our audience could hear about God of War. Thank you very much for listening, listeners. And yeah, we're getting closer. We're getting closer. <laughs>